What's going on, Rare Fam? This is Bison. Just jumping in before we get into the episode to let you know that none of this should be construed as financial advice. We are not financial advisors. In fact, we are just bozos trading JPEGs on the internet. Our risk is not your risk, so please make sure you do your own research before jumping into any of these projects and consult with your financial advisor. You know, the licensed one, not us. We are just people who love JPEGs and we're going to keep trading them. Now, let's get into the episode. All right. All right. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades over on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of Rare Fun Radio. On today's episode, we got a lot to cover, guys. I'm going to be out of breath. I'm going to let you know right now, there is a ton happening. We had Bastards Mint yesterday. We're going to talk a little bit about some implications from that. Talk a little bit about some questionable posts that, you know, personally, can give you a little uh, foreshadow. I personally loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, we are also going to be talking about Klanos. Just as always, I, <laughs> where Klanos stands, I, I will continue talking about this project. I will continue buying it as well. Uh, we will also be talking about Doodles. Uh, Doodles, uh, whew, Doodles released a statement that <laughs> I don't know how good it was. We're going to be talking about the implications of that. We're also going to be talking about form function shutting down. Man, did not see that one coming, but uh, we'll talk about that as well. We got a whole lot to get into today. We got NFTLA next week, so we're going to be talking a little bit about some possible alpha, some things to look over going into the event next week. Talk a little bit about NFT NYC and the importance of these in-person events. There's a ton to cover on today's show. Now, just to give you a little heads up, Joe is at the grocery store right now. He got hold, held up in the grocery store. Classic Joe. Uh, he will be about 10 minutes late. It's all good. You will see him. And just a little heads up as well. Uh, my connection is just down bad right now. So if I do break up at any point in the episode, um, hopefully the audio will capture on the recording. And then I will go ahead and upload it to podcast as I normally do. If you're new to the channel, please make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. Make sure you hit that bell notification to get alerted every single time we go live. But let's get into it. Let's bring up my brother, my co-host, Dorian. Dor, how we doing today, my man? Yo, what's going on, dog? Every day is a holiday, and I'm happy to be here, man. The market is uh, has some freaking life in it, to say the least, dude, and especially Claytosaurus, but we'll jump more than that later, dog. How, how are you doing, Bison? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, man. Uh, just Clay Dino Maxi over here. Um, Same, dog. Same. <laughs> been buying, man. I've been active. I'm excited for Wolf Capital today, so we'll yep. definitely be getting into that. Um, we'll talk about Oogie too. I, you know, again, I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not going to discredit Oogie. I'm just way more excited for Wolf Cap. Um, and we'll be talking a little bit about everything else before we get into it. Dor, I want to talk to to you about your most recent purchase. How are you feeling right now? Oh, I'm feeling great, dog. I, I did not leak the alpha on Monday because you guys always front run us. And I'm sorry, I have to eat myself sometimes. So I picked up a, I got into a bid for a low front, which I've been watching for the longest. And shout out to Bison because I wouldn't even know about low fronts if it wasn't for you, dog. So I was in a bidding war with this individual and it ran up to like 70. And if I, if I wanted the piece, I'd have to put in like 80 sold, but there was a custom one of one for a hundred souls. So I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to buy this custom one on one low front for a hundred soul, man. I, I couldn't be happier, dude. I think that was the, the play right there. And I'm so excited. I've been going through all the low fronts, trying to pick out which ones I love best. The 
for those who don't know, our intro screen is a low front, and that's Bison's. And that's probably one of my favorite songs, so I'm definitely going to make sure I have that kind of style incorporated in mine. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm super ecstatic about this. Yeah, it's going to be, dude, I'm so jealous that you get to work with Soulboy and, and Eto. Uh, they're just two phenomenal people, mm -hmm. care very much about their craft, and you can mm -hmm. see in every single piece and every single edition. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just, they put in the work, and they are incredibly unique, so... Hats off to you. I think that is Thanks a so. fantastic one-on-one -on -one purchase, and I think mm -hmm. you will make something excellent. I'm excited Thanks. to see what you guys cook up. And, um, yeah, congrats again. I think you went in with a solid plan. The funny part about this, guys, is that we have a Low Fronts chat. It's called Low Fronts Residence. And um, Dor thought he was talking in the Rare Fud team the Twitter group message. <laughs> he leaks his whole plan to the rest of the residents who are usually in on these one-on-one -on -one pieces. I was dying laughing because he just was, divulges everything. He goes, I'm going to go up to 70. If it goes past 70, I'm going to go for this custom. I mean, you could have front, front ran them if you wanted all to. Day. Hilarious, dude. I, Hilarious. I was like, I can't believe I did that, dude. I literally thought somebody was either going to run me up Purchase that piece and then purchase the uh, the hundred soul thing because in the one of one space, man, people got liquidity way more than I do, dog. So when it's like you're leaking information like that, people just usually front run you, dog. So I was like super, super nervous and scared. I was like, I cannot believe I did that because getting in the bidding wars is like with boogles and I got in a bidding war with high blinks one time and fortunately she was busy, so I won. But it's just. If you think you can outbid some of these people, at least for me, I can't. So it's like I need that luck. And fortunately, luck was in my favor this time. Yeah. You, I mean, you hit you, you hit exactly what you wanted to. I'm yeah. super proud that you stuck to your plan. And uh, it goes with every trade, man. I think you nailed it. So uh, congrats on that front. But let's get into the market door while we're waiting for Joe to come back from the store. Uh, we are now looking at TXO.com backslash stats if you guys want to follow along. We are looking at 186,000 Solana volume. Feels pretty good. Definitely feels like there's some life in the market. The market does feel really alive right now. And I know we keep going back to like, oh, there's a low amount of buyers and everything. But I think that's it feels like it's changing, right? Um, yeah. It does feel like there's a lot more people coming into the ecosystem. So curious to see how it all plays out. But let's talk some numbers. 100,000 Solana volume over on Magic Eden, representing about 55% market share. Uh, Tensor. Almost at 30% market share That's with 55,000 Solana volume. I just love to see competition, man. Yeah, I love to see man. it. So um, Haiti Swap uh, is at 7%, which they they lost a little bit of market share. Their volume is about the same, though. So I, I think that's just like a moot point. I think, you know, uh, Tensor did a really good job incentivizing uh, bastards um, in mm -hmm. the sense that you get 1.25% uh, of the points on trading day. So really smart i mean i think they're doing a, a lot of good things over on tensor as far as incentivizing volume yeah. incentivizing liquidity it's over a really there good platform man i think so too you know between I like, like i said i've been going between uh soul sniper and, and tensor daily i, I don't even check magic Eden anymore unless no. i'm forced no. to yeah. um but even then i usually just go through uh soul sniper to purchase yeah. on magic Eden. so um Look, it's been fun. Uh, Coral Cube. All these other ones are kind of irrelevant. I, I would like to see Elixir do something, but AMMs, man, I, I just feel like Tensor's really captured the market share um, in terms of that front. It's going to be interesting to see what others do, um, whether they follow suit of Tensor. Maybe they, they start incentivizing on that front. But other than that, Tensor looks like it's the clear leader to you yep. know start gunning for that number one spot. Yep. It's been holding consistent volume um, yep. over the past 30 days or so. 
Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you, man. Just Tensor's entire user interface, you can pick which one uh, is more preferable for you if you're more of a trader or if you just want an easier marketplace experience. They have both of those options. But uh, with AMMs, I see there a lot of their volume starting to come through platforms like Tensor and being integrated into marketplaces by being their own standalone thing, which I think is, is beneficial overall just because a lot of people don't understand the concepts of AMMs. But if you can interact with them and not knowing you're doing it like through Tensor, I think that that's a, a great way to do it. But yeah, like Tensor's the clear front runner uh, to, to replace Magic Eden right now, in my opinion. Um, but who knows? I mean, uh, what else other marketplaces come up? But as of now, I've been primarily using Tensor. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I, I still go back to Soul Sniper. I, I usually spend most of my time on Soul Sniper. One, mm -hmm. I love the fact that it bakes in, especially if they already have automatic um, enforced royalties and stuff. They already mm -hmm. bake that into the price. So you get a like it's just a quick oh, at a glance. Know I know exactly where what it's going to be, um, as well as the instant offers. When you take an instant offer, you actually again you're you're doing a taker fee, right? We'll get mm -hmm. into that structure because I I failed to mention it last episode. So that that is definitely a discussion point we need to get into. Where um, you know a lot of people are confused as to why when you're buying a listing, usually you find like you know a Clano for instance that you want they have enforced royalties. So when you are taking that liquidity, aka a listing. Um, on the supply side, off the market, you are you are enforced the taker fee. So you get the one percent fee if it's on Tensor, one point four five percent if it's on Magic Eden, and then um, you're also charged the royalty. Now, if you sell into a pool, you are charged the taker fee as well. You are taking liquidity from that pool, right? So you're not making the liquidity. You're not putting in a collection offer or anything like that. You're not putting up a listing. You are taking the liquidity from the exchange. Therefore, you are charged. Um, not only the taker fee again, but you're charged the royalty again. So make sure when you are trading these NFTs, you're cognizant of that. Because if you're not, you're going to get double charged on royalties. It's going to cut into your bottom line. And personally speaking, I don't like being double charged royalties um, at all. So, you know, make sure that if you have to sell, make sure your, your profit is profit. Um, and that's why I like Soul Sniper so much. So, um, you know, it just it's way better at a high level overview. But Tensor is a great trading platform. It really is. Yeah. So, yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I wish the maker take, like, I love maker taker fees and I, I, and I'm all right with enforced royalties, especially on something like Klanos, which has brought so much value to the ecosystem. Yes. Um, but when you combine the two together, it does introduce like a, a not so great paradigm. Like, I don't mm -hmm. believe being charged double royalties is, is no. fair for some people. Some people need to get like liquidity, like fast, like you have to pay bills or something. Mm -hmm. And just getting double charged like a 5% fee on both sides, it, it, it just doesn't really sit right with me. So um, do believe in royalties. I, I do believe that projects should get their share of revenue, but that's that's a tough one to swallow. So um, off my make or take or fee rant, let's jump into the market. Soul is sitting at about 19.45, possibly found its bottom. I don't know, but I'm in a short right now from 21.4. We'll see if I close that early, but I was looking to get back in around like 17 and a half. Uh, we'll see if that plays out. Nonetheless, the market feels good, Door. I mean, it yeah. feels like the market is alive. We got yeah. movement in Klanos. Yeah. Bastards absolutely ran. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, there's been some other movement as well. Liberty Square's up 20% on the day. Hey. Um, yep. We, we I, talked about this on last episode, dog. I'm like, the, the capital rotation, man. Like that slight pullback in Klanosaurus floor was to... Go ahead and gather liquidity up for these mints. 
mince ro- do mint out, rotate that capital back into Clanosaurus, dog. When all yep. is planned, like how did we know? <laughs> uh, bro, I've been, I've been, I've been cooking lately. It's been so nice. I made a small little bag. I made about twenty soul off bastards just trading Ooh. that using collection bids and stuff. And I was able to get one whitelist too. So really, it was like thirty soul. I was just calculating it That's off of awesome. my collection bid, but um, yeah, it was nice. I am. The nice thing about, I know we talk about it all the time. I'm personally mm-hmm. a fan of instant reveal. I don't like that that delayed yeah. reveal. But no. the nice thing is, especially when you have two mints in between when you mint and then your reveal, it's just another liquidity cycle event. And it's where you mm-hmm. can really capture value. So as a trader, I actually kind of like it when it plays out like this because mm-hmm. I got to trade Bastards when it dropped and there was a bunch of hype and hysteria. And we can get into their posts in a little bit as well as soul ports uh, like kind of scuffed they scuffed the raffle um i don't know if you caught up with the drama i was i was gone for the no. the drama for I, the I didn't part, pay but. attention to the drama you know me and regular mints man it's like i saw something about the uh balloon reveals rugger or whatever and they made a reference to it i'm like i you know i don't dabble in mints unless i have whitelist and i would have been sold so i'd have been like yeah whatever <laughs> yeah i mean i i sold i sold my first mint at like 14 put it in a collection bid Ooh. around um 10 and mm-hmm. those got filled, and then I sold those at like fourteen or fifteen. So oh, it was, so yeah, it was, it was just, it was nice. I, I really, it's hard for me, and I usually, guys, I don't like mints, just like door, because it's hard for me to gauge market sentiment mm-hmm. um, on like where they're gonna go. I don't have enough mm-hmm. price history or anything, but just had a feeling with this. I saw where it opened up. I was like, I think there's a value range we can find here. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. Um, totally gut decision because again, you're not operating on on mm-hmm. um, market history or anything like that. It was. It was just a gut feeling. So sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. I still am looking to get back into Bastards, but it'll be on reveal tomorrow. So that's another liquidity event. Today, we have Wolf Capital and Oogie minting. Um, again, I've gone on record. I I don't really mind Oogie. I, I can see how it has some appeal to some yeah, people. Yeah. It's not necessarily for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I may be interested at a certain price. I'm not going to tell you guys because you guys like front running. Yes. Um, but I, I, I can see it working out. I think they got tapped into a really good community. The one ones yep. popped off um, yep. that it shows that they have connections with artists. So I don't want to completely discount them, but compared to the two other ones with bastards having, you know, Google backing a low mint price and 2.88, in my opinion. Um, and then Wolf Capital, which has a clear cut. We, this yeah. is what we're doing. It's filling a, a market need. It's got great pixel art. I think I'm more of a fan of the pixel art more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's backed by Jay Shep, who I've just had a long-standing relationship with. For me, it's a no-brainer. Yes, this is dog. a safe place to park capital. I'm going to be trading it like crazy, trying to do the nice thing about this one. It is instant reveal. So I'm definitely going to be playing into this. But we're seeing this capital rotation into Klanos. And it's so yep. beautiful to see, as, mm-hmm. as well as Liberty Square. Um, mm-hmm. I'd really like to see uh, Geckos. Uh, Geckos did pump a little bit, as well as Lily those ones that kind of led the bull market into this mint season, those are the ones that I'm looking, any sort of retrace, I'm looking to rotate profits into them. So Klanos, Liberty Square, um, Geckos, and Lily are really the four main ones that I'm like, okay, if I can find a cheap entry on them, I'll re-enter, and I'll probably do some swing trading on that as well. What are your yeah, thoughts I- on that? I dude, it, it's a lot going on, and I love it, man. First of all, let's start off with Wolf Capital. Um, the pre-sales was kind of going a bit slower than I expected, which was interesting for me. Um, so I was like, whatever, dude. It's so one thing that the market does, and we see this with a lot of tech-based products. We saw this with UGS and um, TH's project Nomads back in the day. 
where they had troubles minting out, but right after post mint, boom, it took off. Uh, I think, not I think, JSHEP has really created a platform that has simplified taking out loans and being able to see what's available on the market for users to get the maximum value of loans for their NFTs. That is an invaluable tool that will, I think a lot of people will use. Easy clap. So while they're struggling now because the market tends to get distracted by the most hype mints or the ones that are most talked about, such as bastards with their uh, with the things or speculation around the Bloomsville rugger that brings a lot of attention. But my trading style has always been just invest in solid founders with great connections in Web3 who have a long-term vision. And that has rarely led me wrong. And that's why I'm super bullish on JShep and what he's doing with Wolf Capital. I managed to get a sizable amount of pre-sales from various avenues. So I, I took, I maxed out my pre-sale completely. And I'm super excited. I think these are absolutely going to run. I don't know if it's going to be postman, but I know these are going to do well on the market, uh, whether it's been a week or two or a month, but I know they're going to do good, dude. So I'm pretty confident in that. And talking about the liquidity rotation, we're already seeing like Liberty Square. We talked about this on last episode. We knew a capital rotation was going to to happen so when, regarding these three hype mints back to back we knew people were going to take out loans we knew people were going to try to floor their claim notes so they can get liquidity for this and we're going to see that capital rotate and that's exactly what happened but one thing about claim is that right first for a while now we've had a limited amount of users come into the market but uh one of the core reasons behind claim pump is because it's one of those few NFT collections that was able to successfully capture a broader audience to bring liquidity in. Uh, Eddie, who we had on the show not too long ago, has been conducting marketing for Kalinosaurus and heading up that and has done an excellent job to co coordinate and talk to people on each side and bring that liquidity over. And these guys are coming in. Heavy, dog. I'm talking about super heavy. We had one guy sweep 100 Kalinos yesterday and more liquidities on the way. We've been talking about which project is going to replace... Um, D gods is the number one. I'm I'm bullish to say Klanos, man. Klanos Klanosaurus is not just running off hype. For this, there's if you're in this market long enough, you just have to sometimes trust your gut feeling between hype cycles and actual momentum. People thought D gods was just a hype cycle when it ran up to 100, but sometimes it, 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 you have to recognize when something's different. Klanosaurus is that project that's different, and to fade it. At these prices, you're only doing yourself an injustice. Even if you pick up a claim of sort now and that financial advice, you have to recognize downside to upside potential. What's the downside of Clanosaurus? Let's say you buy one at 80 right now. It could go back to 60, even 50, but it could two to three X from this point. What I think is a higher likelihood to happen, especially with all the different catalysts they have coming. And not only is Clanosaurus doing well, but you have Liberty Square too. Liberty Square is just a sleeper, man. Rock solid team, connections in Web3, follows along with my thesis again, dog. We're going to see them run soon. Not exactly sure when, but we're already seeing capital rotate back into them. I think they dropped down the lowest 10, and they're starting to pump to their 13 or 14 right now. Wouldn't be surprising if these things hit 20 in the near future, man. But, yeah, it's depth. Sorry for my super long rant, Bison. But, yeah, it's great to see life in the market, man. I'm loving it. Yeah. I mean, look, we, we'll get into – uh, our alpha picks. I mean, really, we kind of just gave them away, but um, we'll definitely talk a little bit more about um, about alpha. Maurice is saying, "Dang, Euphoria at Max for Clano." I, I disagree. I, I'm telling. I'm telling you right now. Um, there's a lot of people that are waiting for a dip to buy, mm -hmm. and I think I'm seeing more of that than any like looking to sell 
or euphoria or anything yes. like that. This, this again, I, I would normally agree with you for a re like for yes. a long time. Mm -hmm. I, I was agreeing with you. I only have like four or five yeah, planos and like, you know, anywhere between 29 <coughs> and 40 were my entries. And yeah, um, sure. there's, there's one, you can see it on the chart too. Um, it's, it has been a slower grind than most people realize up to where it is. It's been healthy. It's been sweeps by people who don't care or don't need um, the, the capital right now. And I think that's really the big game changer for mm -hmm. me. So there's just a lot. They're hitting on all fronts. And I'm telling you right now, yep. I, I, I remain very level-headed when it comes to this stuff. I usually cut. Um, I, and One thing. Oh, I, was, I was just going to say, yeah, I, I de-risked a little bit. So like I'm fine where I am right now. But um, I still keep averaging in, and I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, go ahead. Laura. One thing that Planosaurus has right in that we trade off. Well, for specifically me, I trade off narratives and catalysts. Planosaurus has constant catalysts coming that provide reasoning why these things will continue to pump. It's not me just saying it off a of hopium. It's literally based off of past performance and catalyst upcoming. I'm not just sitting here with hopium and be like, oh, they're going to pump 200 overnight. No, I don't know if they're going to break 200 overnight. I don't know if they're going to break 100. They might, hell, they might even pull back to like 60 or 50. But even if they do, long term, this thing is going to run. So if you're buying at 80 and if you can't handle a 40 to 50% pullback in NFTs, dog, you shouldn't be, it shouldn't be in this market because it's likely to happen. So well, you, you shouldn't wait there, but if you're thinking about Clanosaurs, and there's other things in the ecosystem, maybe if you don't want to buy a Clanosaur, maybe you might buy a croissant for this price because croissants have room to run because upcoming catalysts with armor. So it's really important to identify catalysts and what do you think could cause these prices to run. So even if you're too like, oh, Clanosaurs has already ran, well, I think croissants is a great opportunity. So I just think Clanosaurs is different, man. This is not the same as other ones, and it's important to recognize that. Yeah, I am. Um... Look again. We're not saying we're we're like always right. We can definitely mm -hmm. be wrong, and you guys are more than welcome to me, must troll us, everything like that. Um, if they mm -hmm. do, but I can handle the pullback. My risk is not your risk. It's something we always disclaim on the show. Um, it's not financial advice. We're just a bunch of bozos trading JPEGs on the internet. So, um, mm -hmm. that being said, let's get into bastards for a second because one. I knew they're going to pump. I did say short term. Yeah. I think they are like they're going to be the biggest gainer because they have the most weaponized anticipation. Now, whether they can sustain that or not, I'm not sure. But I did say like this is the clear cut. They're just going to run. They were minting at the right time, yeah. in my opinion. They're kicking off mint season, right price um, and the right price too for sure. Yep. Um, and the reason I like Wolf Capital is because yes, they're four soul versus two point eight eight, but it's a lower supply, and I just trust J Shep a ton. So. Yes. Wolf cap is going to be a slower grind. Don't expect it to be like, you know, open up at 18 solar or 20 solar or whatever. I think it'll be more like maybe six, seven and work its way on up. I can see this being yep. a slow grinder going to be yep. sick. I think there's going to be trait disparity, especially on instant reveal, but mm -hmm. um, let's talk about bastards. There was a very controversial post they posted um, right after mint. I, so I personally, again, I, I talked to EJ and, and a couple of other people from the team on a weekly basis or so. Um, I knew this was coming, so this is funny to me, but I can see how it's, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, this is in poor taste. Now, I do think the fact that there's their mint got scuffed a little bit from, from um, you know, Tayo uh, mm -hmm. kind of rubs salt in the wound for a lot of people. Like, there's a lot of issues with the raffle, and, and a lot of people are like, you know, the raffle's kind of a, a ruggy me mechanism and stuff. Um, I don't... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just know these guys enough to know that one, he's not, they're not affiliated with the Bloomsville rugger. 
who also came back from the dead. He always does. He had something ready to go on launch my NFT, and that just fueled speculation. But to me, this is funny, dude. Nobody's gonna spend this much time on this art um, if mm -hmm. if they were gonna rug. Like they they haven't even shown their final form yet. So um, a lot of people saw this in either uh, a funny light or they saw it in like very insensitive light. I want to go to you, Dor. What do you think about this as a marketing tactic? Because I, I have my two cents. I think it's an amazing marketing tactic, man. It just, once again, it shows that the team understands the market and what gets people talking. I always say, especially being involved in content creation, any type of engagement is good engagement. If, if it gets people talking and brings attention to your project or platform or whatever it is, it's good, dog. I've had people on our shorts leave horrible comments like, this video was so terrible, it made me laugh, blah, 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 crypto NFTs are a scam. But guess what? You watched that short, didn't you? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I appreciate the engagement, dog. And the same thing applies with this. It's like great marketing tactic on my on my end. Yeah. Or on their end, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree. So that mean it's anything you can do to get the market talking about you mm -hmm. is probably a good thing. And also, I mean, for me as a trader, I'm like, <laughs> that's marketing for misinformation. You know, like a lot of people have an emotional reaction to that. They're going to end up flooring mm -hmm. it. So it did present a good opportunity for me. I bought mm -hmm. the fear. It was sold back up into yes. a nice little pump. And then, you know, now I think it's back down at like 11 or so. Um, again, I'm not really touching it until tomorrow when we start getting closer to reveal. Um, just see how price action works on that end. But um, to me, this is genius. I I love every bit of what Bastards is putting out because it's it just fuels the degen in me, right? Like I to me, I'm like this is hilarious because I have you know like I, I know the history of the Bloomsville Rugger yes. and you know everything he did with Reptilian Renegade and I, like everything, right? Um, I also know the team is is vetted. I know Soulport wouldn't just release a rug, right? Like I know they do their due diligence yes. as well. They know EJ and the team. EJ also worked on like the graphite protocol called tokenomics for anybody who's interested um, and wants to learn a little bit more about him. They, they know their stuff. Um, this is, I just see a lot of fun on the timeline. I'm like, this is good. The FUD, FUD is bullish when it has yeah. a purpose behind yeah. it. Um, so I, I look at this as like, this is, <laughs> this is bullish to me. Um, they get people mm -hmm. talking about them. I think the reveal is going to be cool. I don't know what to expect from the art. I haven't even seen any art from them. Um, but if it's in this vein, like this is really good art to me. This is really, really good. So um, I'm excited. I love the trailers and everything like that. But I think right now the focus is I took my bag. I'm going to rotate it into Wolf Capital. I'm going to play Wolf Capital all day today. It's going to be so much fun. Um, and full disclaimer, I did. I, I've been talking about it for a while. I bought a Chad Society 101 by J Shep. I did speculate just that J Shep knows how to take care of his holders. And look at that. He has five free mints and five Magic. free sales um, headed to Chad holders. So I do have 10 access to 10. I did pre-sale four um, or five at a price of four soul. And then I would get five free ones as well. I'm going to sit on those free ones. That's a free NFT. And I love J Shep. So five of them I'm going to sit on at the very least. The other four or other five, I'll trade. I'm going to let you know right now. I'm going to trade them. So I will find value disparity between traits um, and also support my homie Jay Shep. I'm all about it. Yep. So I will sit yep. here and market make this. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And then I'll keep an eye so, on Oogie as well. So that's that. I did want to mention one thing about Wolf Capital or whatnot. Uh, I'm not like the most influential person in the world, but I am in chats with very knowledgeable people such as Bison. And while Wolf Capital might not be the hypest thing on the timeline, 
all my boys are max minting or, or max uh, pre-sale allocating Wolf Capital. So it's just one of those things, man. It's like when Wolf Capital pops off, everybody's going to be like, I didn't see Wolf Capital. Well, that was one of the most obvious plays on the market, even though it might not have been the hype, most hype plays on the market. Yeah, I well, I wholeheartedly agree. And another thing on top of that, too, is this is a really good case study for me, especially since mm-hmm. Heist is coming out and we we are still like, do we want to go full information divulge and like do everything like that? Or do we want to play off speculation and which one leads to more long-term success? Um, because I, I like, these are two completely different approaches. One, Google's got a lot of pre-sale for, for bastards just because EJ is a Google. Like mm-hmm. guys, I have no problem with that. You want your mm-hmm. NFTs to go to high net worth individuals. Like I'm fine with it. Yes. A lot of these people mm-hmm. don't feel the need to flip mm-hmm. for Costco hot dogs and at least better yes. price discovery yes. because less supply is on the market. So I'm fine with this. Like I, I know a lot of people have very mixed opinions. Usually it's because they couldn't get their hands on whitelist or presale. Like it's just mm-hmm. a FOMO effect. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I also see the benefit of a fair distribution. I think, I think mm-hmm. um, with Jay Shep, he's done a really good job curating his community. So it's going to be a very interesting mm-hmm. case study as far as fair distribution or put your NFTs in the hands of, uh, you know, like a, a select concentrated group. And see what happens, you know, which one's going to win out in the long run, which one's going to have the short term pump. Um, personally speaking, I know Jay Shep's created a, or cultivated a very good community, and I would believe mm-hmm. that they have more long term potential from what I know right now. The nice yes. thing about yes. Bastards is if they keep playing off this anticipation, they can keep doing it for a long time and you can find trades mm-hmm. on that front as well. So I'm excited. This is just two very interesting case studies. Um, Oogie as well, to some extent, they tapped into yeah. D gods. I mean, they, they did the one-on-one meta where they got some really hyped artists over there. And some of those pieces were selling for like 200, 300, 400. Yeah, good um, Shouldn't fade that. Yeah. So, I mean, like it is, I, I, again, I'm keeping my eye on Oogie. I'm not minting it. I'm keeping an eye on them. I like Justin too. I mean, like in my limited interaction with them, seems like a nice guy. Seems like he means well. Um, but I, I just... They're minting uh, uh, in the midst of two really good mints. So it's just, it's curious to see where capital rotates. But um, mm-hmm. thoughts, Dorian, where, where are we going today? What are we doing over the next 24 hours? I'm just, <laughs> I'm going to look at Wolf Capital's price action. And I will not tell you guys exactly how much pre-sales I have, um, but it's a good bit. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to, uh, depending on what the price is, I might sell enough to make up my cost basis, but I plan on holding Wolf Capital for a while. Um, I, like I said, I'm just super bullish on Jay Shep and what he's doing over there with the the D, uh, the loan aggregator. It's much needed. And when you guys, fortunately, he showed me some sneak peeks of the platform, and it is great. It is really great and has a really great interface where people are able to understand which place has the best loan for them. And I think a lot of people would utilize it. And once you do, it's kind of like Sharkify too. It's like all these plays, they don't really hit until somebody comes out and uses it. Like Sharkify didn't do that well initially. And then it what, ran up to 20 and has been hovering around nine to 12. So yeah, I just think it's just one is like slow grind, like just bullish on JShep, man. And um, regarding Oogie, nothing against them. I'm just more focused on other things right now. Clearly, if your project is selling one of ones for like 200, there's something there. So I'm not going to sit there and fade them. But at this the same time, it's I'm, I'm just focused on other things. So I'll pay attention to Oogie after Mint and see how it does. Yeah. All right. Cool. On the same page. Love to see it. Let's get on with some more market information um, and headlines. I do want to talk about this doodles uh, announcement oh, and wow. discord. It's just not it. I, and, 
to give you guys a little summary right here, um, this is Poopy. Poopy. Uh, he's one of the leads over at uh, Doodles. And he put out a Discord uh, message that said, we're trying to go from a startup to a leading media franchise. We are no longer an NFT project. Um, <laughs> the more time, money, resources we invest in following the latest build in public uh, trends that fuel speculation, the less we have to achieve our long-term vision. We are not going to spend any resources appeasing those with financial motivations. We never have and never will. If we are going to focus energy on any uh, group of people, it will uh, will absolutely be our most loyal collectors. So a lot to break down here. Um, a lot to break down. One, we are no longer an NFT project. Dog, what is the point of holding your NFT? Um, yep. You, I, So to put it in perspective, and I already saw the writing on the wall, when you fundraise as much as they did, which they, they were raising at like a 700 mil or 600 mil valuation, yep. they got 70 mil from VC. As soon as you start seeing that kind of money, go into the ecosystem, you are no longer the investor in the project. You are now the end user. You are now the customer for this project. You are always going to be sold to. That should be the ultimate top signal. So mm -hmm. this whole, like, we're not appeasing those with financial motivations. Dog, you did that straight to a yeah, team. Like, you. You, you just appease the investors. <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah, about? You just switched your focus from them to investors. Yeah. You have financial motivations yourself. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, mm -hmm. The build in public trend, Bro, that over in ETH, all they're expecting is an announcement a month just to catch up, let you know where they are. They they went silent for months, for months yeah. on Doodles. Silent. They finally came back, and now they're going back into hiding saying we're not building in public. There is a difference between Solana, which I have long criticized, the fact that you need to update every second, what kind of utility, what kind of this, that, all of the above. And like you spend more time in Discord and on Twitter than you do actually building your brand, your IP, your utility, whatever it is that you're ultimately trying to acquire. you. But I get that. But then there's the ETH expectations, which are little to none. I think it is very reasonable for somebody who is spending you know, thousands on just a single NFT to just want to update. They just want to update. They just want to know where the project is, everything like that. This is a cop-out to me. Um, this is such a cop-out to me. Now they're going into a leading media franchise, which... I, I just have so many, like they're just separating the NFT part. I would immediately floor my doodles. And again, this is not financial advice, but this is just me personally and my risk tolerance. I see this. I, I want nothing to do with it. Now, some people are saying, well, they're focusing on their most loyal collectors. Bro, this could mean plushies. This could mean their socks they had coming out. This is no longer an NFT project. Their collectors mm -hmm. could be the ones who are watching their shorts and everything like that. Like mm -hmm. it's no longer about the NFT anymore. Yep. And like, I, I get it. There is always, I want people to look at NFTs as uh, just a way to access brands in a different way, uh, as a digital identity piece, as IP and branding, something that can move the needle forward. Um, so I have, I, you yeah. know, I put my thoughts on here. If you guys want to go back to Twitter, I definitely put my thoughts here, but I, I want to also pay attention to, and again, I try not to stand so much on Clanosaurus, but I know, um, right? But it's hard. <laughs> Cab had the most, like, this is the perfect response to it in a sense that he tweeted out, uh, did the same quote retweet and said, there's a world in which you still marry your long-term goals with Web3 mm -hmm. strategies. In and of itself, bolstering the play on digital collectibles expands upon that very brand and IP. 
building in public has its advantages and de-risk implications. The journey is important, bro. I mean, like you could not have hit the nail on the head better. <laughs> more, dude. Like, I mean, that is pitch perfect. Exactly my sentiment and thoughts on it. You don't yeah. have to, you don't have to just separate the two from being the largest media franchise mm -hmm. and being an NFT project or starting with your NFT origins. The man gets it. The man yes. gets it. Dog, scroll down a little bit because my comment's like right under his. I'm like, dog, this is why I'm so bullish. Just the encapsulation of understanding of how to bridge Web 2 and Web 3 while still placating to that Web 3 audience, but also being able to gain in a Web 2 audience is has only been executed by Clanosaurus to this extent, dog. No other thing out there has been able to execute to the level of Clanosaurus have, dog. It's like ridiculous their understanding of web 3 and how to bridge over to web 2 is it's top tier and that is why i'm bullish on them dude i dude i i could not agree more i mean just i again i i try not to be so euphoric on projects I, and mm -hmm. i'm looking at this with the level like put my bags aside put bag risk aside if i see that mm -hmm. i'm like this man gets exactly what my thesis mm -hmm. is for nfts that's it. This is my thesis. This is my risk tolerance. And again, if you don't agree with that, that's okay. Like this is NFTs. Nobody's forcing you to buy this. We certainly aren't. Mm -hmm. This is not financial advice. But to me, this is a man that gets it every single step of the way. They have not missed a step on their execution. Mm -hmm. They have executed flawlessly. They minted in a bear market. They've done it perfectly. Um, they, they now have airdrops that keep coming out. They are valuable airdrops. They are clay makers. They are clay. If you go to in-person events, you got croissants, you got tacos coming up and pizzas in NYC. So, um, seriously guys, you like, I, I cannot stress this enough. This is why I'm so bullish on Klanos and why I'm just looking at this. Like I normally don't buy, you know me, I don't buy expensive assets. I, I like making expensive assets and I sell the top. This is different. Yes. This just feels different to me. They get it. Dude, like for those who might have new people in here, we're bullish on Clanosaurus now. But during mid time when we were talking about him, it was like, I don't know. Just because in IP plays in the past hasn't had the best outcome. Um, I don't not throwing bubble goose under the bus, but they do a great job on their web two side of things. Not even like they are still building bullish on Carl, what he's doing on web two side. But the issue came in that they didn't know how to give their web three audience red meat. And that really affected their floor price. So I was because no other IP project has been able to do that successfully. Either they're too web three focused and can't execute on the web two side of things, or they're too web two focused and fail on the web three side of things. I'm still bullish on Bubble Goose long-term. Carl's actively developing. He's still going to come out with the show. But on the Web3 side of things, definitely can improve a lot. Clannosaurus is the first IP play that has been able to do both successfully. Yeah, and they got the team to do it, too. I mean, like, 34 animators is nothing to joke about. Mm -hmm. um, they got Eddie. Who, again, if you have not watched that episode, you, you can just see that Eddie cares so deeply about this space, making connections. He is the best connection maker I've ever met in my life. He's the friendliest guy. Um, he knows everybody and you just want to be friends with him. He has that aura mm -hmm. to him that you're just like, I want to be in this guy's sphere. So look, I, I cannot say um, enough good things as far as this is standard setting for me, what they are doing over at Clanosaurus. And I, I think a lot of people can learn from it, especially doodles, but doodles already made their bag and um, they've already yeah. shown their hand. You know what I mean? So like, I, I don't know. That's for me. That's just like where I'm at. Speaking of Clanos. How you doing there, Joe Soul? So we've you've told everyone to 
sell everything they have and buy Klanos, right? All real estate, any <laughs> yes. risk on no, assets. No, no, not financial advice. No, no, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, oh, I thought this was private. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't don't buy Klanos. Um, no, Joe, we I, I don't know how much you heard, but we were just talking about like um, the difference in execution between- Yeah, I've been listening um, the whole time. The, yeah, the vision of, uh, of Cab versus Doodles doodles we've already raised i mean they've gone to the heights they've launched at a perfect time they've they've done their thing and i'm not bearish on doodles as far as a franchise goes but as far as the nft no, i just no. don't see the value anymore whereas no. cab has shown that this is his vision of marrying the two and not you know like they can they can lead together the strategy can coincide so i don't know this is why i'm saying i think they're built different um i think a lot of nft projects can learn from them i think Mike Dorr said, I think Liberty Square is a, like a sleeper on this front. I can see them being very cognizant of the same ideal uh, moving forward. So if you want a less risky play or less cost basis play, um, one, you can always pick up clay makers and, and clay and everything like that if you want some sort of exposure into the ecosystem. But two, you can look into Liberty Square. Right now they're sitting at like, what, 13 per squirrel 13. and 3.5-ish for, for the hollowed. I mean, you can get yeah. exposure that way. And I think they have Great a really point. good approach as well. Like they're they're doing everything right. So Absolutely. I don't know. That's just my two cents. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I think you're spot on, man. Any teams that are able to have a macro mindset and pivot with their community and then create, you know, events that are constantly giving back. That's just the way the Web3 ethos is right now. Like you need to create weaponized speculation. You need to give back to your community either through airdrops or incentivizations in order to keep people excited. It's just how the human psychology works. And when you understand that, right, like Liberty and Clano, and you get that, you bring people on board that can help push that for you. You might not be the best, right? Like Cab, Scarrett, these guys aren't the best at per se, these little niches that are, are blowing them up, but they're finding the right people. People that are so i think that's a great thing to look for and then you guys got to realize like the, the short-term pump and dumps and flips that's all fun and games but like for something to really play out like a liberty square or a clano in the next three to five years to be mainstream like to really break out and become like a a, a company that everyone knows like an actual SaaS business or whatever you know an ip brand that takes time and able to f have fillers during that time to keep people engaged is the biggest part it sucks that you have to do that it does suck but listen it will not work you see what happens with bubble goose even when they came out with the seth and all people were like oh well if they would have kept them incentivized maybe some drops for this or drops for that during the process right nothing crazy 10 to 12 percent of your mint allocation bring it back you made a million bucks right carlos made million dollars you could have put 200k back into your community and kept that going for this announcement then would have so that's just an example no knocks or anything but i just think that marketing scheme is very important for people to keep weaponized speculation alive while you're building that macro business or whatever you decide in the three to five year macro plan yep well said y'all yep. perfect yep i mean like i could not agree more it's not going to happen overnight but you can do stuff in the intermediate that keeps people excited and the one tweet that cab put out um, oh, you know, like maybe a week or two ago is uh, I just always want to be the shiny new thing each and every week. And I think that that's such a like just it's a little tidbit, but there is something you can do every single week to stay on top of mind for a lot of different people. Yeah, dude, I, quick side note. I, if you guys don't follow Joe and Bison on Twitter, you should not only do are they impacted with tons of alpha dog. They have been going ham with the Klanosaurus memes, dude. <laughs> well, I have been absolutely dying dog and like you don't i i didn't understand it at first but just the clano pfp is such a meme bison has been going ham with those 
Joe's been absolutely cooking Yo, Joe, with Joe's got the plug, bro. I, I don't know where yeah, he found yeah. this guy. I'm getting it straight from the vein. <laughs> I no, this, this is the alpha I need. I need the access to that Google Drive. Like uh, Joe, I'm, I'm, I'm coming over That's to you. That's what Web3 is about, though. Just having fun. It's like bringing back some fun, man. Like actual fun <laughs> to like before I just checked in crypto Twitter, I'd check like some token charts and then it'd kind of just be a bunch of woe me. Um, and just like more of a negative kind of, like at least my echo chamber, the people I followed was very much, and then Klano's come around, man. And I, and all my homies, even the ones that don't have Klano's are having fun. And like, it's just more of a positive energetic feel. And for people that don't think that's a big deal, that's a huge nuance right there. That's a huge nuance for a lot of people that don't know technical analysis. They don't know game theory. What they do know is social sentiment, right? It's the easiest thing to see when you're not a, a trader or an investor or, or, or anything that you've been, you know, trading or doing anything throughout your life, you can tell if social sentiment's good or not just through, you know, just through your, your visuals and your, your hearing or your audio, right? You can kind of just tell how the sentiment's going. So I think by building social sentiment as a positivity factor, I mean, even like bear marketers, all these controversial um, communities love Klanos. There hasn't been one community that goes, oh, I hate Klanos or no, they're kind of getting ETH in there. And well, this is what I'm saying about undervalued though, like Klanos and Clays. I know you guys are talking about Claymakers and Clays. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact, ETH money that's coming in are just buying dime. They don't understand the MMO game theory yet. So I do, I do believe these are undervalued per se because I see Klanos and how they're ripping the volumes coming in. I don't think people are realizing the MMO game theory that's coming through with Clays and Claymakers. So I still think there's a position to be mm-hmm. made, a bag to be made for a lot of people. Maybe flip up and get your first dino, right? A lot of, a lot of um, opportunities in that ecosystem still. Yeah. Dude, I, I completely agree with you on that one, Joe. And I, I put out a tweet earlier and I'm like, I really think clay makers are the most undervalued asset in this system ecosystem. Clanosaurus is focusing on a lot of different things, but in order to make those armors or I even think hatch into sardinias, you're going to have to use a clay maker. What happens when a deflationary asset is uh, very limited and there's only a handful of people who have a golden clay maker? Yeah, dog. I, yeah. That's why I'm super. And read between the lines, makers. right? They're clay dinosaurs, and this is a clay maker, right? So yeah. not just what we know, anything else that could be creative, speculative, right? Like hype, like mm-hmm. a hypothesis, anything that could be created for a clay nation would come from a clay maker, correct? Clay maker, right? Because it's a clay, right? Anything has to be clay, right, guys? So like, I I know what we know for a fact, but I think we could read through the lines here and go, you know what? Hmm. Claymakers might be much more than we think from the surface area. Yep. But this is what's fun about yeah, it. No. They may not be. But us talking and speculating, that is what's driving the hype. And this is awesome. Regardless mm-hmm. of what is the outcome of the Claymaker, we are talking about it, speculating on it, and getting excited about it. Yep. So, yeah, I'm stoked for yep. that, bro. I, I, I just love the – and, again, it's always finding, like, the value um, distribution and, like, which one's undervalued. And we can trade that one. I mean, they're just they're, – we're having fun. We're, look, we're, we're still trading it. I mean, like, I'm I'm having fun for the first time in a while. Like, I'm just, like, yeah. I giddy. I, I look at Klanosaurs at, like, 12 a.m. And, I mean, this is this is just yeah. my life now, I guess. But, nonetheless, there are N- NFT projects besides Klanosaurs. Still super stoked for Wolf Capital. I'm excited to see all the traits because I know that art is so good. We haven't seen this cool. pixel art that is this good since Critters Cult. And, and I know that fact. He went through Bison real quick on the art and they ran it. And any traits that did not sit right with each other were scripted out. This yep. has been ran through multiple times. Like this isn't just like, oh, I'll throw it together. No, this generative art is going to be, and then guys are forgetting scum traits, like all this crazy cool stuff. I think people are forgetting like, yeah, like you said, a critical with utility. 
It's not just the community aspect. Wait, this is a critical aspect. Crazy cool art with utility right off the bat. So, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's a product-backed uh, generative art collection, in my opinion. Like, you know, I'm so excited to use the platform. I'm so excited to use lending aggregation because it is incredible to um, – it's incredible to be able to take advantage of the value of lending in this space to leverage yourself, to de-risk, to have a put option if you want to use it that way. Um, it's it's just been nice to have that NFT fi readily available at your fingertips and to have an aggregator that goes through and shows you this is the terms, this is the best loans, everything like that. Um, it's just game changing. So I'm excited to use it, um, but more excited for just, again, instant reveal, baby. Instant reveal, we're going to have some slap and traits um, and there's going to be value disparities. It's going to be a ton of fun trading. I'm excited. Um, yeah, dude, there's just a lot happening these days, man. Solana is back. No, I'm pumped. The, yeah, I it's know. great. It's and like, then I love contingency, it. right? Say the public sale doesn't go and doesn't go for four, four soul, then everyone that pre-sold and minted before that for four soul will be rewarded the difference, the delta. So if that doesn't make mm -hmm. you feel even more comfortable with the mint, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, you know, that's what I like to see from founders, right? They're not gate like, oh, well, oh, well you pre-sailed at four. It is what it is. No, yeah. if the value, if the fair market value is below, then you re then you repay people that that is the good way of doing it. That shows that you yep. want to be in the ecosystem, that you care about your, mm -hmm. those are the little nuances I look for. I know I'm biased. I'm not saying I'm not biased. I am biased. Jay Shep's the homie, homie, but that also I'm mm -hmm. not friends with people that I think are con artists or bad people yep. right so I, I keep my friends at a high standard you see door you see b good guy door over here you know what i'm saying so i'm i'm super stoked for this bastards couldn't have came at a better time i hope people do well with that i flip for a good profit i hope people can reaccumulate and i hope they work out i hope they go they go great and i hope they bang out with a great product and they kill it because that's just good for soul at the end of the day if they don't take your liquidity put it in a better place but i'm excited for the market right now yeah i i yeah. could not agree more um, let's just jump into some of these uh, other NFT projects, because again, it's all about staying ahead of the game. It's all about knowing where liquidity is going to cycle. I already laid out pretty much my entire plan for these mints for what I'm going to do to trade where I think value is going to be. Um, I, I think we have two major liquidity events in my opinion, um, or liquidity cycles between Wolf Capital and there's going to be a bunch of trait disparity and, you know, get in, get out if you want to. Maybe you're like, oh, yeah, this is a super rare one that nobody notices or I think it's going to be very valuable. I always love playing the social sentiment on traits, right? So instant reveal, fantastic. Then tomorrow we have Bastards reveal. I'm excited for that as well. I think that's going to be another pump into Bastards. I'm hoping it's a pump, um, but I think there's just going to be, I don't even know if I call it a pump. I think there's going to be a, a value gap right there that I can exploit, right? between the the revealed ones and the floor ones and the rare ones and like that's that's how i'm going to play it is finding out which traits on that front are the valuable ones so we have two mints that i'm actively going to be trading i'm going to keep an eye on oogie um again if it gets movement it gets movement i am not opposed to momentum trading over there but on the side hand we also have uh, things like clanosaurs we've already talked about them ad nauseum done talking clays today um there's some other plays we talked about liberty square as well I think Lily is sitting on like just they will have something going on there. They keep telling everybody to deplant, de, you know, de-stake their their lilies um, and just hold them. Your your stuff has already been uh, snapshotted. So your your lily point or your legendary points will transfer into XP. I don't know what that looks like. And eventually I do. I know for a fact that they're coming out with the same customization that Bothead said or uh, Pophead said that they were going to come out with. 
Um, so I would imagine you're going to be able to customize the skin tone, um, you know, change the hair or anything like that. So you will be able to do that. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Lily. And again, I really like him at this price, uh, 8.77, according to soul sniper. Um, I think it's a pretty good buy. I would wait to go a little lower, maybe back into like mid sevens. Um, see if you can get some liquidity cycling there, but Lily is one that I keep having my eye on. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it as far as alpha goes, maybe geckos too. geckos had a nice pump today. Yeah. Um, but those are really like the main collections I've been looking at guys. I want to kick it over to you. Um, let's go door. And then Joe, what are you looking at right now outside of just the mint plays and Klanos? Uh, outside of Klanos, Liberty, man, Liberty's in the hollow. Like I just think that's prime to pump here pretty soon. Liberty knows what they're doing. They know how to capture market attention. Uh, I, so either during an FTLA or right before, I'm sure they're going to release something. Um, other than that, man, I don't know, man. I, I've just been so hyper-focused on uh, the, the Klano ecosystem and Wolf Capital. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just going to have to stick with Liberty for right now, dude. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that's an obvious Yeah, Yeah, and I'm sad. I missed the, the Gecko. Gecko's going back to 43 was my exact buy zone, and I missed it. I am Hats off to Salami Mommy for, for uh, capturing that because that was the exact price I was looking at um, in terms of a retest. That was like that 43 to 45 range was money. So I do think, look, Gecko's, Gecko's a rabid community. They encapsulate fun as well. The animation station is coming out. So I do think they have catalysts on the horizon as well as a very low listed amount. Only 283 listed. They have a really locked in staking mechanism where you have to lock, uh, like most of these geckos are locked on like uh, a 60 day or 65 day or 100 day trip. So there's a lot of supply that's taken off the market with that. Joe, I want to go down to you. Is there anything else that you're looking at on top of these mint plays? And of course, Klanos. Yeah, so um, it's I've been such a Klano maxi that I've been really just trying to average in buys at, at good zones. Um, Liberty is definitely one that's on my radar as well. Um, other than that, not too much. I was playing around with dust. I got out of dust, and I, a few people. I guess I should touch on this real quick because I am a dust guy. But I think the weaponized speculation was lost when a huge bid came out for, foremost and first. Right, thirty-three thousand dust for the one Frank D got out of the gate. I think if whoever was bidding that, they slowly dri driven up the price, then there would have been buy speculation power onto dust, driving the price up. However, they dropped a huge bid. People, retail go, oh, there's no chance. I'm even going to get that. So they dumped their dust. There is no reason to hold. So that kind of killed it. Um, I don't know who did that, what wallet that was, but you know, good for them. But So I'm out of dust play. And other than that, man, NFT-wise, I really just don't feel comfortable being in anything else other than like Klano and Liberty right now. I yes. do have Cyber Sam's. Obviously, that's not that's just for a straight community utility. That's not going anywhere. I have my D God still. Um, but other than that, soul NFT-wise, man, I just don't I think I think a black hole effect is to be had here with some of these projects, right? Because there are some good, you know, micro cap projects that are have decent communities, but as more and more people go, more and more FOMO happens. People are slowly going to sell out of projects that aren't doing much and go, oh, why not buy a Klano? Why not buy a Liberty? Or You know what I'm saying? And just I, I can see that kind of compounding. So that's where I'm at right now. If I miss anything else, I miss anything else. But my eyes are strictly on average entries into the Klano ecosystem at the best possible points. And um, like, like Bison said, Eastern Standard Time between 12 a.m. to 3 a.m., you kind of can find some good, good entries in this ecosystem. I think volume kind of dies out down there, and then you'll see it ramp back up. So 
that's kind of my the my thesis right now. Just looking for the best entries at the moment to average in to my uh, bag. Yep. I could not agree more is I, I mean, it sounds like we're all on the same page as far as what we're looking at, mm -hmm. which is either a great thing or a terrible thing. We'll find out. Um, but I'm just kind of looking over, you know, some of the numbers and stuff like that. The one thing that's really interesting to me, um, if I, one minute, why is I'm trying to go on souls night. There we go. I don't know why I have like a brain fart there, but I think right now, Oh, they actually pumped to 22.15. I was going to say the deluxe clay makers are actually alpha right there. Um, I bought a few last night. I was texting Joe. I was like, okay, how, you know, what kind of uh, additional Clano exposure can I get? Like I'm all in on Clanos. Um, I got three more. I'm, I'm at 10. I'm at 10, 10 Clanos, which is, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. I, still, I have two Clanos and a golden clay maker yeah, well, and a croissant. So with all our Clano property, dude, we're, we probably got enough now on <laughs> risk wise. We're probably up there, man. Oh gosh. I, again, it's either going to pan out and we're going to look like absolute geniuses or we belong yeah. in a mental facility. I don't know. We're going to find out. Um, they had a nice little pump. And again, croissants, dude, croissants were just absolutely cooking last night. I think they're up to like 95. Nope, 101, dog. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, well, um, as, as and that I, will only get better as as weaponized speculation happens with this stuff, and that's what I'm waiting for. Wait till the run up to armor comes out. People want rare armor. That's why I'm like, why yeah. aren't y'all buying croissants? They, like, I just don't understand. The, the minds, it's a P mindset, man. And you see what happens when the animation came out for the claymaker, right? It, it, it's mm -hmm. like people can't. They do not have the ability to practice delayed gratification. That's 99.9% .9 of the, the population. That's why not many people are good at investing, right? Because it's not an easy game at the end of the day, battling yourself and your emotions. Mm -hmm. But, yo, if you think about it, right, guys, you go, okay, they showed us an animation for Sardinius, right? They're going to show us an animation for Clay. They're going to show us another animation for Clay. Like, that, that has to happen, right? Those are all speculative events that will drive price action upwards, Right. So like, here's all little nib. Like, this is how we meet door bison. That's how we think when we buy. Right. We're not just buying. Oh, we like it. No. What's coming next? Can we read between the lines? And guess what? Sometimes you shoot an arrow and it misses. But sometimes yep. you shoot it and it, you hit a bullseye. Right. So there's always a risk to reward ratio. Make sure that you have your right risk. Your risk is not my risk. It's all relative to your life and what you have going on at the moment. But yeah, there's there's tons of opportunities in this market still. Just be careful where you're putting your liquidity because of that black hole magnetization that I do think is going to happen. Is is to not you know it's going to happen. Yep, yep, 100% agree. Um, look, guys, uh, I think we about covered it. Anything else you guys want to wrap up on before we head out? No, nah, man. It's just like I appreciate everybody. It's like crazy to see the audience grow, man. It's uh, it's like yo, we started with like nobody watching us now, and it's like not only do we have our regulars, but getting new people in. So just like you guys taking your time out of your day to kick it with us. And like, I'm glad that you guys gained value from us because we wouldn't really be here without you guys. Cause I really enjoy doing this. So it means a lot to me. And I'm sure that the other guys as well, that you guys find value in us just sitting up here rambling, rambling about JPEGs on Solana. Yep. It's a hundred, it's, it's a hundred percent true. Uh, seriously, we would not be here without you guys. You guys make the show. Thank you guys so much for coming into YouTube as well. If you guys are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts when this episode is uploaded, we do stream every Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. Make sure you're checking us out. Come vibe with us in the chat. We love interacting with our listeners. You guys are fantastic. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day. The episode will be uploaded shortly after we go live. 
And um, seriously, thank you guys so much for your constant support. We hope you have a fantastic weekend and keep killing it in the NFT market. Have a great day, y'all. We'll see you on the next episode of Rare Flood Radio. Peace.